You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily fantasy football podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. Come to the site now. Check out all the stuff there we have. Uh, keeping you abreast of the latest news and information around the NFL in the offseason. Uh, looking soon to our fantasy football rankings. We'll have our positional rankings out there as well. You can check out my quarterbacks list of there. Now, on Lockdown Fantasy Football, we've been uh, catching up on new faces and new places, kind of sparked by Cam Newton's signing with the Patriots. We did a whole show on that to begin the week. Then we looked at quarterbacks and running backs training teams, whether they're rookies or veterans. Well, we want to close the week looking at that other dynamic skill position where there's been a lot of change, wide receivers. So we're basically going to look at the Fantasy Pros consensus rankings, the ADPs, kind of see where these players are at with their new teams if they're on the same page with their new quarterbacks or whoever they're uh, playing with now and uh, their schemes and all that good stuff. So we want a little update on all those players and uh, see how much we trust them going uh, into the 2020 season. Some notable names for short wide receiver. And let's dive right into it. The first guy is DeAndre Hopkins. Now, DeAndre Hopkins has been up steadily here with uh, his change Traded from the Texans to the Cardinals. He leaves Deshaun Watson, goes to Kyler Murray. Hopkins' ADP has been slowly climbing up. It's number number four. He's ranked number five. He's considered now a tier two wide receiver, but fighting to get back into the tier one. So I think the concern there is just losing Watson. He's been so consistent, so good with the Texans, with a variety of number of quarterbacks here. Maybe people are concerned they're going to spread the field a little bit. The Cardinals, he's not going to be as targeted and laser-focused as Murray's guy. But keep in mind, Larry Fitzgerald uh, was aging and uh, slowing down. Christian Kirk wasn't reliable there, the young receivers they have. So DeAndre Hopkins, as they spread the field, still is going to be a guaranteed number one target. Uh, Murray and Hopkins look like uh, they could be a lot like Watson and Hopkins all over the field. So keep that in mind. I think he's happy to be in the change of uh, pace with the Cardinals. They'll liberate him a little bit away from the Texans where things weren't all going as well as we thought. So Hopkins, again, locked in. He's a wide receiver one. We know that he's just that good. He has an amazing floor, not only from season to season, but from week to week. Last year was actually a down season. Only had 1,165 receiving yards, uh, lowest total since 2016 when there was a massive quarterback. That was pre-Watson. So he's a good bet for 8 to 10 touchdowns, a good bet for uh, 1,200 yards. He's still... The shot over, well, 150-plus targets over the past five seasons, catching 100-plus balls, 115 and 104 the last two seasons. So the volume's still going to be high for Hopkins. Transition to uh, Murray, I think it's more a uh, kind of a even transition here because a lot of the factors are the same. He's still clearly number one with a lot of other playmakers, but standing out for his quarterback who needs someone to trust all over the field. He runs such good routes, he gets open downfield, can finish in the red zone, does so many things so well, making Hopkins so special, and uh, that's going to continue in the desert with Arizona. 
So he's the most notable guy for sure that's uh, switching teams uh, among uh, veterans or rookies at wide receiver. The next guy that you uh, have to uh, consider here easily is uh, Stefan Diggs. And Diggs is uh, going from the Vikings to the Bills. These were blockbusters that happened early in the free agency process that we weren't here prepared to pr- process right away. But Stefan Diggs, I think this is a downward move. You look at him, he's ranked 27th, going higher than that at 21. But he's got to fight for balls here. And remember, this is a run-heavy team, defense-oriented, much like the Vikings. So when you look at Diggs, is still, to me, a solid uh, wide receiver two. I think he's more borderline wide receiver three with this offense really devalues John Brown and Cole Beasley. Just not enough balls to go around here. John Brown well out of the wide receiver three consideration, ranked 38th, going 44th here. So Cole Beasley uh, seeing a lesser role here. He's 78th in the rankings. So all knocked down because of Diggs. But I think Diggs caps out at wide receiver two to me. Just because of the nature of this offense, guys to spread the ball around too. They want to run, be efficient that way. They got deeper in the backfield. And uh, Josh Allen, you can't trust his uh, nature. Kirk Cousins was actually pretty accurate in getting the ball downfield to Diggs. We know Josh Allen's a bit of a wild card in doing that. He can run around, extend plays, and make some big plays with his legs. And uh, hopefully use his big arm to be a little bit more accurate with Diggs. So there's a potential as Diggs is a home run threat, and that's why the Bills added him, and John Brown kind of slowing down in that area, not as fast and as dominant as he once was. He's more of a complete receiver for them now to complement Diggs and a Beasley working slot primarily here. So Diggs, uh, I don't know if you'll see as much work in the slot. It was uh, pretty busy for him more than you would think with Adam Thielen there. Uh, Thielen played a little bit more on the outside for the Vikings. So Diggs is a very talented receiver. He's a big playmaker, but... I haven't seen him really explode the way we expected as a reality receiver, but fancy just temporary expectations. And I think the people that have him ranked 27th, a lot stronger here than the 21 in ADP. So easily Hopkins steps into a better lateral move than Diggs there. It's not even a question mark here in 2020. So it's exciting to see how that uh, plays out. But again, we had a few more uh, notable names move last year, uh, including uh, Odell Beckham Jr. But when you look at this uh, situation with uh, these two, I think there's more direct route to what they were in their previous teams, pretty much what they're going to be for their new teams, and you don't always get that in uh, the teams. They're making these guys switch teams the way they are in the middle of their career when they're uh, already established and producing here in the NFL. Now, those are the two notable guys that uh, switched addresses here at wide receiver. We'll get into a few more. But first, got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the increasing numbers of auto makes and models, it's now possible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Just go to rockauto.com where you can have an extensive catalog uniquely uh, suited to your needs and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the bands, specifications, and prices you're for. And if you're anywhere with your phone, uh, you can tap into Rock Auto and check out what they have uh, there. 
for you. It's a family business there, so you can feel good about uh, supporting rockauto.com, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. It's very simple. You can sort from um, hundreds of manufacturers there at rockauto.com. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and you do it yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It's silly. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and see how much you can save. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. rockauto.com We'll be back here to look at uh, some other wide receivers uh, on new teams here in 2020. All right, uh, let's uh, continue our look at uh, the notable wide receivers changing teams, whether they're veterans or rookies. We're still on veterans. The next guy that comes up is Brand Cooks, who makes the cut as the final wide receiver three in terms of where he's ranked on Fancy Pros by the consensus, number 36, 12-team leaguer. He's uh, going 34, so a little bit higher than that. Coincidentally, right around where Will Fuller is, so we're still trying to figure out Speaking of DeAndre Hopkins, uh, as he moves on to the Cardinals, who's going to be the true number one here? Fuller, is he reliable to stay healthy? Does this push Kenny Stills out? How big of a factor is uh, Cooks going to be as a big playmaker? Is he going to seamlessly fill in here for Hopkins and Fuller just be the deep threat? A lot of uh, question marks. And on top of that, his uh, concussion history here was pretty rough with the Rams last year. I mean, this is about where Brandon Cooks really should be. I mean, he was consistently out to perform here by Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, yet we always thought of him first in the trio, the perception. I mean, the yardage is always pretty good. 12.04 last year was a career high, or a couple years ago, I should say, before he had the injury issues last year, but only six touchdowns in that year. He was a bigger touchdown maker early in his career with the Patriots and uh, the Saints, but that's kind of dwindled a little bit. He's a big play, reliant type of receiver at this point. Uh, in 14 games last year, only 583 yards and two TDs. So I think he's a lower baseline. I think wide receiver three makes sense. I think Fuller has greater upside than him. The only question mark is the health there in this offense. So Brian Cook's not a guy that I've always been excited about because he's inconsistent, has some big games, can disappear, doesn't consistently come through as a scoring threat. So guy that I'm not really totally invested in here in uh, 2020. Now, Emmanuel Sanders, I think, uh, could get a few bumps up here. His ADP is 40. He's ranked 43rd. He's uh, in Tier 6 here of uh, the wide receivers that we're going to look at. Well, Sanders, to me, he's number 2 after Michael Thomas. He could be involved a little bit more there as Jared Cook kind of phases out if they prepare Adam Troutman, the rookie. There's not much else at wide receiver, Traquan Smith and others. So Emmanuel Sanders, again, tough guy to trust. He kind of had uh, ups and downs there with the Broncos and 49ers last year. Had some big games, some very limited games here. He ended up with 66 catches, 869, and 60 Ds. Uh, very similar to his previous season, by the way, there. Uh, he actually played 17 games last year because he he was able to uh, circumvent a vibe. But you look at it the previous year, only played 12 games, had nine, had 71 catches, 868 and 6. So we want to see more of that 12-game pace come through than the 17-game pace with Sanders, but I, I think it's justifiable that he's down here outside of the starting caliber wide receivers. 
Right behind him is CeeDee Lamb. He's ranked 44th, but going 38 off the board, so ahead of Sanders. And CeeDee Lamb, again, this is a hard one because you have two established people, Mari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Lamb trying to cut in there as a third option. They're, uh, I think they're excited that they're they're going to use 11 personnel consistently versus uh, working in the tight end. Blake Jarrett one might be just more an occasional playmaker for this team. So Lamb's out there on the field, and they're committed to the volume with Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy that they had with Dak Prescott last season. Then you feel better about Lamb. But again, you have to proceed with caution just because he's third option. If uh, something were to happen to Cooper or Gallup, we know Lamb would immediately shoot up to strong wide receiver two status. So keep that in mind, and he's a good stash. He's just too talented. If he was on another team that he needed to operate like the number one, say the Texans had taken him, replace Hopkins, he's profile similar to Hopkins, then it would be uh, no surprise there that Lamb would be there. But just the situation here is a number three clear cut behind uh, Cooper and Gallup with Prescott put him down here. Speaking of uh, highly rated wide receivers, Jerry Judy also taken there highly by the Broncos. He steps into a crowd as well with uh, Cortland Sutton. There's also KJ Hamler adding to Deshaun Hamilton, two Penn State guys in the slot. So Jerry Judy, tough spot to navigate. Uh, we're not totally trusting Drew Locke in this offense quite yet, changing to Pat Shermer. Cowboys have a little more establishment there. I think Lamb is just a better player than Judy. Judy's had some injury issues there, but Sutton clearly number one. They also are going to factor their tight ends. No Fant, use their backs in the passing game here for Shermer. So it's tough, but uh, Jerry Judy is a guy ranked 48th, uh, going 41st. I'm more tied into his ranking and uh, probably a player that I'm going to avoid here in uh, 2020. The next guy we'll talk about here before we uh, take our second break here is Robbie Anderson uh, of the Panthers. Now, there's more talk of Teddy Bridgewater stretching the field, making more big plays here in 2020. There was just a assumption short to intermediate, but Joe Brady coming over from the Saints, known Bridgewater has some potential. Uh, the LCU year with Joe Burrow, trying to tap into some of that, stretch the field, open things up for the intermediate passing game and the running game for Christian McCaffrey here. So they need Anderson to show up at least as a deep threat. Now his value is pretty low here. It's uh, 53 in ADP, 52 in rankings. You look at him, again, highly end-of-season dependent, very yearly similar seasons. If you look at the Jets, 94 targets, 96 targets last year's. He had two more targets. He had two more catches. He had 50 catches to 52, 752 uh, yards, 15 yards per reception, 6 TDs, 779, and 5 TDs. So, again, he's a fringe wide receiver 3. He gets hot at the end of seasons. We know that. He's a December guy pretty much um, when uh, things are lost and they're just letting the Jets stretch the field and all that. But Anderson, again, he's got to fight McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, a lot of uh, weapons there to uh, get the ball. So I think him being an occasional deep threat is all we're looking for here in 2020. So we do have a few more, mainly rookies, uh, to talk about in rapid fire in our final segment here. But make sure you're checking out the great shows here on the Lockdown Network. We're back with our draft content. Yep, 2021, we're turning the page here. We've got two great shows for you, Lockdown NFL Draft and uh, the Draft Dudes Podcast here, check them out on the network. Uh, yeah, it's time to talk. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Hopefully, we'll have a college football season where we can evaluate these guys a little bit more. But certainly, Lawrence and Field destined for big things in the NFL once we're done here with uh, 2021 and the uh, fall season here. So can't wait to hear more about uh, Lawrence and Fields. And uh, you can only do that here 
on the Lockdown Network on Lockdown NFL Draft. We'll be right back here to uh, close the show looking at uh, mostly rookies who are some team switchers here in 2020. All right, uh, let's go rapid fire with the wide receivers here and just give you kind of a landscape of where they're going, mainly rookies that are the ones changing teams. We go to Henry Ruggs the third. He's ranked 54th, 47th is the ADP. Ruggs, uh, some injury issues, but he's got to fight Tyrell Williams and Hunter Renfro, the Raiders' backs, the two tight end sets for value. I think it's a fair lower ball assessment of uh, Henry Ruggs III. Rashad Perryman is taking over the Robbie Anderson role with the Jets, so that makes sense. He's ranked right around Robbie Anderson, 56th and 64th. He could have a bigger role than that. We'll see how they uh, factor him in, but again, Perryman had a nice finish there as the Bucks needed him with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on the shelf. If he can show some of that more than deep threat, then he's going to have some fantasy relevance here in 2020, but still Jameson Crowder and Slot is the go-to guy in the Sam Darnold Jets offense with Adam Gase. Jalen Rager is next. He has to beat out Deshaun Jackson, who's ranked 55. Rager's 58th. Uh, again, it looks like they're bringing him slowly. Don't trust him fully in the slot, like Jackson still on the outside in the Z position where uh, Rieger would be playing. So there uh, you have that. So pump the brakes on him. Michael Pittman, I think still being undervalued, 62nd. He's going as a wide receiver 7, basically. So I think he can have a bigger role. Watch out. T.Y. Hilton's breaking down a little bit. New quarterback situation for Phillip Rivers. Zach Pascal. so a deep sleeper here, certainly emerging in Michael Pittman. Brandon Ayuk, we'll watch him carefully. The Debo Samuel injury. Ayuk is under contract as a first-round pick for the 49ers. We'll see if Samuel can stay healthy. If Samuel is having some issues, Ayuk certainly is going to see a big bump because he can make some of the similar things happen in the offense, and we'll see what happens with George Kittle in that contract and all that good stuff, but... Ike certainly has some upside here. Denzel Mims working opposite Perryman. There's someone to top in, tap into the Jets. Uh, he's ranked 68th here, the rookie from Baylor. But someone in the Jets is going to stand out. I just would like uh, Perryman to kind of take over from Mims and be the key guy on the outside to compliment Crowder on the inside. Uh, so those are the main ones. You look at Randall Cobb. He's going to have limited impact in the slot here for the Texans, but could be a busy guy for Deshaun Watson. He needs somebody uh, to kind of step up in the slot. They do have Kiki QT. They've uh, worked with some other guys, but Kenny Stills is ranked right with him here. So still sorting out. It's interesting. You have Fuller and uh, Cooks together in the rankings and Still and Cobb. So everyone's still kind of getting the feel here for what's going to happen in the post-DeAndre Hopkins world for Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Offense, LaVisca Chanel. I think he could have a big impact with the Jaguars, but a lot of uh, crowd there when you think about it uh, with DJ Chark, D.D. Westbrook in the slot, Tyler Eifert at tight end, Keelan Cole still hanging around there, Chris Conley still in the mix. So, Chanel, like the player, I think the situation is not so good here. Uh, he's going to help make some big plays for Gardner Minshew, but that's about it. And uh, we might see bigger dividends in year two. T. Higgins, watch out for him. A.J. Green, if he has continuing ankle issues, that Higgins would be the number two with Tyler Boyd, but right now settling for number three duty. Devin Funches with the Packers, uh, nothing much to see there with uh, him. Uh, just their only notable wide receiver addition, but I don't see he's going to do much here. And uh, finally, the last guy I'll talk about of note is Chase Claypool. Here, a uh, big-bodied guy. There are doubts about Juju Smith-Schuster, but Deontay Johnson, James Washington, these uh, guys seem to uh, have uh, the inside track of playing a lot more Juju here 2020 with the return of Ben Roethlisberger. So 
The landscape certainly at wide receiver has changed quite a bit here, but the key, and uh, we'll close with this, uh, talking about the strategies here, is look at the role and not just where that wide receiver fits, whether it's 11 personnel, if he's going to be in the outside big playmaker, possession guy, is he going to be a slot guy, weigh all that with the player's value and then realize uh, what his uh, target uh, projection can be and then you go from there. You have to have targets to have a chance at catches in production here. And uh, that's the biggest question here with uh, these guys is uh, when they make the transition, new quarterbacks, new schemes, different level vacated targets. Uh, maybe they go to a team that desperately needed someone to suck up targets. There's all these th- factors that you weigh in for sure in uh, fantasy football with wide receivers changing teams. And it, it can be complicated. It doesn't always work in free agency. We've seen uh, – Guys not to come through the same way. Vincent Jackson, if you remember him, when he went from the Chargers to the Bucks, he was a good fancy force, and then he kind of uh, dwindled here. So for the most part, uh, I think Hopkins and Diggs you can trust here as uh, veterans are going to come through more than uh, what we're used to here in their uh, previous stints here. And the rookies, I think it's a mix. I think this year with rookies especially is a little bit more wide open, and anything could happen here. So... That's the bottom line. You want to pay attention to all these uh, players getting a change of scenery, going to different teams, even as deep as uh, and Nelson Aguilar, who's just way off the radar but, radar, but looked very good for the Raiders catching a lot of passes. So can he make the team? Can he have an impact? There's a lot of hype and buzz over some players right now, but uh, just uh, make sure you're paying attention to everything here in the offseason because things can change very quickly. It's uh, more of a crash course here without the extended offseason. So do advanced scouting. Uh, we have less preseason games to go by as well here for your wide receivers, but uh, certainly a lot of uh, good ones uh, here to watch. And uh, it's a fun position. It's a lead position. You have to have three good ones. So uh, when you're thinking that your pool already starts there with uh, 36, you want to go in that uh, 60s and 70s to uh, look for guys you can find bargains for. And uh, again, uh, Quite a season for rookie wide receivers, but I think the veterans still, newcomers are going to stand out there in Hopkins and Diggs. So thanks so much for listening to Locked on Fantasy Football. That wraps up another week here of the show. Uh, We will uh, be coming back uh, next week for a shot of three here. We'll have a slightly abbreviated week next week as we uh, kind of uh, take a little break uh, with the July 4th holiday here. So keep in mind... uh, Make it safe, make it healthy, make it happy here. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, Again, it's a nice one uh, to uh, take off and reflect and uh, do all that good stuff and uh, know what makes uh, America really a proud place we all like to call home. So keep that in mind. Celebrate and uh, really take time with your family to enjoy that. And uh, and we'll be back here soon. And we'll keep you prepped for uh, fantasy football drafts. So... And there and uh, don't forget uh, we'll always have you covered here through all throughout the offseason so thanks so much for listening again to locked on fantasy football now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on nfl draft have a great july 4th holiday weekend uh, and we'll see you monday this is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now for April 1st. Get $750 cash towards the lease of our 2024 NX350 all-wheel drive. 
experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease cash offer and pricing details. Restrictions apply. Not all customers will qualify. Offer available in the Lexus East Marion. It's April 1st, 2024.